0: Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech.
2: The Love Food Podcast is brought to you in partnership with my PCOS and Food Peace course. Finally, free yourself from endless PCOS fatigue, frustration, shame, and guilt. For PCOS sufferers who are tired of ineffective diets and unhelpful advice. Join me on a PCOS and food peace journey that will change your life forever. Grab all the details at PCOSandFoodPeace.com. Say goodbye to the Food Police and hello to peace. Welcome to the Love Food Podcast, hosted by dietitian and food behavior expert Julie Duffy Dillon. This authentically engineered series is in the form of a love letter welcoming you to reconnect with food. Now pour a cup of coffee or a margarita and let's begin. Hi, and welcome to episode 251 of A Love Food Podcast. I'm Julie Duffy Dillon, registered dietitian and partner on your food peace journey. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for connecting today. And are you getting really tired and impatient as you are mending your relationship with food? I know there are many of you out there, including probably you, listener, who have been trying for so long. And it's trying, it's trying on you to be working at rejecting diets trying to recover from your eating disorder reject from uh, recover from diet culture it's exhausting and sometimes it may feel like you're on this continuous hamster wheel never ever really moving forward well, if you can relate to this, this episode is for you. We have a letter from someone in a similar space, and we get to talk to Dylan Murphy. Dylan Murphy is the host of the Food Freedom podcast. Um, I was lucky enough to be a guest on her podcast, and you'll hear that um, in the next few weeks if you're listening to this episode in real time. And I'm excited for you to hear the wisdom that Dylan has for this person in their food peace journey and the struggle they're in right now. But before we get to this episode's letter, a quick word from our sponsor. This episode of a Love Food Podcast is brought to you by OvoFolic. What is OvoFolic? Well, I had that question too. But OvoFolic is a new to me inositol supplement. If you have PCOS and you have listened to podcasts on PCOS that I've been interviewed on, or you have done my course, you know that I talk all the time about inositol supplementation. We know that people with PCOS probably have a defect or deficiency with certain inositols, and that's what leads to insulin resistance, issues with ovulation, and higher androgen levels. Adding an inositol supplement to your PCOS regimen is something that for many people helps to improve ovulation, lower androgens, and lower insulin blood sugars, and even improve symptoms of anxiety. Recently, I jumped on the phone with Dr. Pari, one of the founders of the small company called Elon Healthcare that makes OvoFolic. She also sent me samples to to try. I was so impressed with all that Elon Healthcare is doing. It's a small women-owned and led company, not a big corporation. They love providing a personal touch. Dr. Pari responds to all customer emails herself. She also oversees every aspect of the manufacturing and the ingredients of OvoFolic. So I know not all inositol ingredients are the same. I really like knowing there's a choice in good quality inositol supplements with the recommended 40 to one ratio. Avofolic has no taste or smell. I can totally vouch for that because I tried it myself. And of course has these really high quality ingredients. Avofolic comes in easy to carry single dose packets with again, that 40 to one ratio. So you can feel rest assured that you're getting the recommended amount for the maximum therapeutic effect. So Avofolic has a special offer for Love Food listeners. Use the coupon code FOODPEACE at checkout for 15% off. Go to elonhealthcare.ca and click on their product, Avofolic. It's spelled O-V-O-F-O-L-I-C to learn more. Use code FOODPEACE, all one word, to get 15% off. All right, enough of all that. Let's get to this episode's letter. Dear Food, just when I think that you and I have moved towards a healing relationship, I end up repeating old patterns. Sometimes I feel like an exhausted warrior who's been on the battlefield for way too long. When I look at where I started as a younger woman, burdened with diets and negative self-talk to where I am now, the progress is undeniable. I've been working on recovery and trying to practice intuitive eating for about six years now. My ability to be kind and compassionate with myself, especially in moments of imperfection, is something that I'm very proud of. And yet, some days I feel like I've beat it, and other days I feel like I've only just begun. It doesn't help that I'm still in a larger body. I feel so resentful of that sometimes. The internal progress just doesn't seem to match the packaging. I love the idea of being body positive and loving myself just as I am, but I can't seem to let go of the idea that one day I will be eating intuitively more than eating emotionally and that's when my weight issues will even out. Yes, this is the classic, life will be so much better when I'm thin thinking and I realize that focus. So, head to myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com and use code FOODVOICE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today.
0: All right, let's get back to the show. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Focusing on my body size is not the point of having
2: a healing relationship with myself or food. But then again, resigning to a future of being fat doesn't really feel like the point either. From what I gather, this is what recovery looks like. Good days, bad days, breakthroughs, setbacks, feeling beautiful and enough one moment, feeling ashamed and broken the next. Sometimes it's just hard to believe that I will ever be truly free. I understand that this is a process and not a task to complete. But when I hear other people share stories like, Once I started listening to my hunger, the pounds just fell off. I just get mad. I can't help it. I get it. We all have our own individual journey with food, and mine is not going to look like the next guy's, but I often feel so defeated. Fortunately, I've experienced enough freedom and self-discovery that I'm committed to this work, but sometimes being a fat little soldier just sucks. Love and patience with recovery. Hey there, letter writer. Thank you so much for your note. And I hear from your words how exhausted you are on your food peace journey. We are going to give Dylan Murphy a call. Dylan Murphy is the host behind the Food Freedom podcast, and she's someone who I know is going to have some insight. So let's go ahead and give Dylan a call. Hey Julie. Hey Dylan. How are you? I am doing good. How are you doing? I'm great. I am so glad that we have a chance to chat. Did you get a chance to look through the letter I sent you?
1: Yes, I did. And gosh, this letter, I feel like I can very much it just it hit home with me because I feel like I've I've spoken to a lot of people. Um who have very similar stories, very similar feelings throughout the whole recovery process. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk through this.
2: Yeah, you know, the the reason why I created this podcast was because I would be sitting with clients and people would tell me about their struggles with the relationship with food. And even though Mm -hmm. like people have their own like lived experience and stories and things that happen... But there were like these constant, really loud themes that Mm -hmm. I would always say to my clients, like, I wish you could just be a fly on the wall and hang out with me for the next six hours with clients. And you would hear the same thing six more times. (laughs) And so like this letter, that's something that there was something about it. You know, there's parts that are unique and there's so many Mm -hmm. parts of it that I think, a listener will be like, yes, me too. Even though they didn't write the letter, you know? So, um, well, when you were reading it, what was your general impression about what this person's experiencing? Yeah.
1: So I feel like the first thing that stood out to me is just the, just resilience that I hear in this person's writing of, you know, it seems like there's a lot of back and forth of feeling exhausted throughout this whole, recovery process and walking away from diets, which is 100% understandable. But I also see this like deep desire for what lies on the other side of the the freedom, I believe they mentioned throughout this letter. Um. So that really stood out. I think, you know, a lot of what it seems like this person is experiencing is what unfortunately is super common in our culture of this idea that okay, the smaller you are, the better you are that, you know, if you really want to be quote unquote, you know, healthy or pursue health, you have to look a certain way. Um, one thing they said that really stood out was the internal progress just doesn't seem to match the packaging. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. and that stood out because, you know, with that one question I'd want to ask back to this person is like, where do you feel like you've, believe that to be true that like that your inside or your outside has to have this certain makeup to reflect what's going on inside mm-hmm. and i think a lot of that we you know get from from our culture from instagram from conversations with friends from books from celebrities it's just it's all over um and and like you were mentioning a minute ago it's something that so many people struggle with, but it's easy to feel so isolated in it. And I think that's what diets and eating disorders want. They want us to feel isolated and they want us to think, okay, this is going to be better once I get this smaller body, once I achieve this goal. Um, but I think what happens is like, we never, we're kind of chasing this thing that doesn't even exist. Of like once I reach this place, then everything's going to fall into place.
2: Mm, That is so important. And um, I especially appreciate how you mentioned like, it's, it's such a like common part of Mm -hmm. the journey for people, but it's so easy to feel isolated. And um, how like, this is going to be a constant kind of hamster wheel experience, because yeah, like chasing something Mm -hmm. that doesn't exist. And I think about this person too. Oh my gosh, like when they were like, the internal progress doesn't match the packaging. Um, I'm like, oh, if this was person was sitting a, a, across from me, I would want to know so much about yeah. their internalized anti-fat bias. And also like, yeah oh, I wish they could work with a provider who had a similar yes. body. You know, like that's where that could be yes. so important to yes. like really mm-hmm. dig into that part. Um, yeah. Yeah. You and I know Dylan, like mm-hmm. th- what a person's body looked like has nothing to do with the relationship with food. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like that has no, that's not a part of it yet. Our world, of course, is yeah. like super into that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's it's complicated and messy, but, you know, if you um, were talking to this letter writer or someone in a similar space, mm-hmm. what would you recommend as some first steps forward?
1: Yeah. So I think something that I kind of saw throughout this letter is it seems like they have this story that they're telling themselves about this, their body or these thoughts and beliefs that are associated with the size of their body. And, and a lot of it is probably influenced by environmental things like our culture, that sort of thing, but also digging into like what I would be curious. And I think it could be good for this person to reflect on like, what have they been taught growing up throughout their lives about their body and like what makes their body good and acceptable and what thoughts and beliefs do they have because I think that's one of the big things that we see impacting a person's body image is the thoughts and beliefs or the story we tell ourselves about our body. Um, So it's seeing like, okay, I recognize that you know this is what my body looks like. But then take we take it often a step further of like, okay, and this feels bad because you know people aren't going to love me until I fit this mold or you know, my family is not going to accept me or, or whatever those deeper beliefs are. Um, so I would love for this person to do reflecting on that. And I, I don't even say that lightly because I know that's super heavy work to do. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you said like, I think this could be something, you know, if it was accessible for them to be able to work through with a provider and specifically a provider who is in a similar body size to them, because I think there could be a lot of, I think that just helps build a lot of trust of someone who probably has a similar lived experience as well. Um, another thing that stood out just kind of as like a, a starting point and really kind of stepping, like basically what I, what I see too is like throughout this journey of, you know, walking away from diets, walking away from disordered eating, whatever their, their current habits with food look like it takes, a long time. I know, I think this person even mentioned, like, I want to say for some reason, six years stands out. I can't remember if that was in the letter, but, but it seems like it's something they have been navigating for a while. And so really looking at, okay, what can help me take this next step forward? Um, You know, I've already made X amount of steps forward. I've already made all this progress. So what can I do now to just take the next step? Um, Do I need to, you know, really look into like my Instagram accounts and where I'm comparing my body to others and, you know, the information that I'm taking in from even things that, you know, you may not even notice or impacting you like TV shows or podcasts you're listening to, um, to see like, what are things that are holding me back in this journey and kind of keeping those thoughts and beliefs about my body in a more diet weight centric lens? And what can I let go of to really step away from that and move to a place of just viewing my body as good, no matter what it looks like?
2: Mm, I think that's important because, you know, thinking about how exhausted this person Mm -hmm. described to be, um, it can just, it's just this big, huge, heavy burden. Mm -hmm. And what I hear you saying is like, what's just the next right thing for you right now? And like, try to think of it in smaller type of bits. And, um, this food peace journey thing is, it's definitely a marathon on a sprint. So how can we make it sustainable? Like that sounds like a sustainable kind of way to think of it. There's a, there's a podcast and a book called the next right thing that, um, it has a Christian lens to it. So I know that may make it inaccessible to some people, but um, that's something that this, this podcaster, what is her name? Emily, Emily P Freeman, I think is her name. Oh yes. And, I know exactly what you're talking yes. about. Yes. Um, she talks a lot about in that way, you know, just like, yes. instead of feeling, uh, or just uh, holding all of it and, um, getting overwhelmed with all the steps, just yeah. like, what's one thing, what's the next step, what's the next right thing. And, yes. um, I, that's what I hear you, you saying too. Right. And so, Yeah, Yeah, I think that's important
1: because I think it's easy to get overwhelmed. And the way I talk about it with clients sometimes is even thinking about like, okay, if you're viewing this recovery process as, you know, a cross country road trip, it could get super overwhelming if you were to focus in on like every single step of the way, like trying to do every single thing all at once of like, okay, well, what exit do I get off? Where do I turn? Where do we merge? Where do we do this? Where do we do that? So we really want to break it into like, okay, first, when I'm pulling out of my driveway, am I turning left or am I turning right? Am I, when I get to the stop sign, do I go straight? Which way do I turn? And we're breaking it into small steps to help make it less less exhausting. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't mean that it's going to make it, you know, super, super easy. um, But it at least kind of helps to, again, like you just said, like shift your focus on like, okay, what's the next right thing? Like, what is the next step? And then once I take that step, what's the next step I'll take after that. And and the goal is that with these different steps, a person's taking, it kind of builds on that journey where it, it maybe gives you more strength and resilience and trust in yourself in this journey throughout the whole process.
2: Mm. You know, that reminds me of something that I can remember my parents saying, and you may have heard this mm-hmm. too, like, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Like yeah. you don't have to like think through all the options yeah. now. And there's something mm-hmm. that's really cool about just giving your future self like the confidence of like, you know, when I get there, I am going to believe I'm going to know what I need to do in that moment. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to think about it right now. I'm not going to worry about it right now. Yeah. I'm just going to worry about, yeah, what direction do I go right now with yeah. where I am? Um, I think there's something that's like, um, healing even towards like your future self. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of a neat way to, to think about it. I really appreciate those steps. And, um, you know, we have a, something uh, as a part of the show called the Food Peace Syllabus, which is mm-hmm. a collection of resources we've been gathering over the last five years that can help um, a person along their food peace journey. And if you would like the most recent copy of it, you can get to it at juliedillonrd.com slash freebies. It's listed in there for you to just go ahead and get that download for you. But Dylan, do you have something that you would like to add to it?
1: Yes, so I would love to add, um, so I run a company called Free Method Nutrition and we have several ways that we work with people. One of the ways is we have a group coaching program called Free Method Academy. And that is where we really take women through how to walk away from diets and how to step more into a peaceful relationship with food and step into food freedom and intuitive eating. And kind of like we talked about earlier on in this podcast of really when you bring people together with shared stories, even though, you know, we all bring our unique story and experience, but what we've found through this group coaching program is it can, it just creates a lot of like, wow, like me too. I had that same struggle. I didn't realize other people struggle with that as well. Um, so yeah, so Free Method Academy is what it's called. You can find more information on freemethodnutrition.com slash academy.
2: Awesome. Yeah, that the whole part of like, getting in community just mm-hmm. seems to make the food peace journey sustainable, you know, it helps yeah. people to be able to um, be able to like, look at the bigger picture and navigate um, the complexities of it. So what a cool mm-hmm option for people to explore. So I will put a link to the Academy in the show notes. And Dylan, if someone Amazing. wants to find out more about you, wants to work with you, um, where's the best place for them to find you?
1: Yeah. So on Instagram would probably be the best place. So Dylan Murphy, D-Y-L-A-N, dylanmurphy.rd. And on there, you could also find the link to my website, which is freemethodnutrition.com. And then I also have a podcast, which Julie has been a guest on, um, Food Freedom Podcast, and that can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts.
2: Awesome. Yes, it was so fun to connect with you there.
1: So thank you for coming up on my podcast and sharing all your wisdom and insight. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for having me. This was a great conversation. Take care. So there you have it. Letter writer,
2: I hope you got some words of wisdom from Dylan Murphy, and we hope it fuels you on your food peace journey. I see that food is written back, but before we get to food flutter, this episode of a love food podcast was brought to you by OvoFolic, a new way to get your inositol supplement for those of you with PCOS. Would you like 15% off? Just for Love Food listeners, go to elonhealthcare.ca slash discount slash food piece. There's also a link in the show notes. Remember, Elon is spelled E-L-A-N. Again, it's elonhealthcare.ca slash discount slash food peace. I love connecting with Love Food listeners. So If you could take a screenshot right now as you're finishing this episode, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me. My handle is at FoodPeaceDietician. You can also tag Dylan Murphy. Her handle is dylanmurphy.rd. Tag us and we would love, love, love to see those of you who have listened to the show. If you're looking for other ways to support the Love Food podcast, well, Thank you so much. And whenever you can subscribe, share an episode, leave a rating or review, doing any of these things really helps the show grow. Also, uh, supporting the advertisers on the Love Food podcast also helps me to continue this podcast. So thank you in advance. All right. enough of all of that. Let's get to Food Flutter. And until next time, take care. dear impatient with recovery we see how tired you are and know how quickly one becomes exhausted on their food peace journey no this does not mean you're doing it wrong you're also not doing it wrong in a higher weight body fat bodies have always existed and always will it's not evidence of a problem. We appreciate the world doesn't usually check its anti-fat bias, so that's a million times easier said than done. Consider adding a person with similar lived experience to your team or community. This connection may be the fuel you need to continue. Love food. Thank you for listening. I am Julie Duffy Dillon, and this is a Love Food podcast. Do you want access to more Food Peace? Jump on over to my website and join my email list. There I share exclusive content that I don't share anywhere else. Get access to these tips and strategies by going to juliedillonrd.com forward slash sign up. And I look forward to seeing you here next week for another episode of the Love Food Podcast. Take care.